0: Totally me. Uh-huh. You need Prime Video. You can add over a 100 streamers, like Max, for And Just Like That, a new chapter of Sex in the City, in the same place you
1: watch the new season of The Summer I Turned Pretty. Prime Video, it's the one app to unite them all. Prime membership and Max subscription required. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime
2: the UBO Business Services
1: Studios. You're listening to KTXX FM and HD1BK, KTAEAM, Elgin K270CO, Round Rock.
0: This hour brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com.
1: Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com.
3: Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We got a jam-packed show for you. Uh, the Big 12 making moves. It looks like Colorado will indeed be the newest member rejoining the Big 12. We'll get into that discussion. Also, our pro football Focus listing the best player, it's their best player, they belick on every team in the Big 12. We'll get into that. Also, the teams that travel the most in the Big 12, the Rangers, they get a big win. You know, Had to make up for uh, those two losses to start the series versus the Astros Rangers, blow out the Astros in game three. We'll talk about that. Rob Manfred, to a lot of folks, is uh, discontent. He is signed, re signed to an extension as he a commissioner of Major League Baseball. The Shohei Otani trade reportedly is off off the table. We'll get into that. Also, Sean Payton taking shots at Nathaniel Hackett. It is a beautiful thing. The uh, NBAification of the NFL continues because they're getting petty, and we'll cover it. Also, uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, pay cut that he took. Uh, also, Dalvin Cook visiting with the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. We're we'll getting into some Cowboys discussion as well. Jim Irsay making a controversial statement that probably upset his starting running back. All of that and more before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the he was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but it's out to forego the 40 Acres to chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for him, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike card hard. What's going on, brother?
1: What it do, what it do? A new theme Thursday. I'm always excited for this because you never know which direction it's going to go. My man Patrick Davis does a great job of getting it. Going on, as always. Another man that gets it going on and sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you. The listeners, my man and yours, Rod
3: Babers. I appreciate that intro as always. I'm going to miss that intro, by the way. No, 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 uh, no. But let's not waste any time. Introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We're pretty damn sure he's underpaid. And he's the idea now.
0: It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? You know, uh, not as excited about baseball today. I do know what happened. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I said that yesterday. I was like, that's no way the Rangers get swept. No. I wouldn't be that cocky and arrogant no. to think the Rangers are going to get swept. They did not. Uh, they won in a, a very convincing fashion over the Astros left, no doubt. And uh, we got some sound. And it was, once again, controversy. This is a great rivalry right now. It is. Every I love game. every yeah. second of this. Yeah. I love really every is.
1: second of this. <laughs> this really is, is what bro. it's all about. Yeah. And the good thing about it, and Patrick and I were talking about it a little while ago, I said the biggest thing for me is that now Texas actually has a, no pun intended, fighting chance. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. Because you think about the dominance that the Houston Astros have had through. throughout this uh, recent yeah, time getting back They're, to the AL yeah. and everything that's involved with it. In the
3: last six years or yeah, so. Yeah.
1: They've been they've been really getting after it. And every time they play them, it's pretty much, okay, well, this is another team on our schedule. Let's get it done. Bah, 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 championships and all that stuff. Well, now the, the Rangers are like, hold up, man. We trying We're to do something. Yes. Yeah. We
3: tired of this. Man. You can't bully us yeah. no more. I yeah. can't
1: come in here every day and you trying to what's in them pockets? What's in your <laughs> pockets? To me. Yeah. You, you can't debo me. Yo. No, put, no t- more. I tuck my chain
3: every time. Exactly. Because I see the Astros coming around. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm I'm excited about it. I know last night was one of those games where everybody's like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, if you're an Astros fan, you're pissed. If you're a Ranger fan, you're happy. You're like, At least we won that one. You know, we still got two mm-hmm. games on them. But now you're looking at it and saying, all right, I can't wait to see them play each other again because the energy in the building is going to be electric all so the time.
3: Just feels like playoff atmosphere yes, every is. time they yep. meet now because both of them are contenders. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's what it's all about. So no uh, congrats to the Rangers on winning that one. That was a big win. It was a statement win. It was. Tell. Uh, they were upset about the way things had gone. And you got, you know, you had benches yep. clearing. Which That's was, always fun. Which was it's okay, but
1: nobody needed yeah. to get
3: thrown out. Yeah. Nobody needed yeah. to be
1: ejected from the game. Yeah. No punches were thrown. No, not, it's, You know, it was just part of it. I no agree. warnings were given. You know, yeah. those types of things is where, you know, this is where my old school mentality comes in. You got to let the players work it out. And And, again, Patrick and I were talking about this, and I said, the difference for me was, it's the big brother finally, I mean, the little brother finally standing up and no saying, doubt. man, we're not, ta- I ain't doing this no mm-hmm. more. And for them, it was one of those moments. Now, there were jabs that were being thrown verbally, but unless somebody spoke out of context.
3: Well, unless you started, like, yeah. Yeah, somebody being aggressively yeah. trying to contact another person. Yeah. That was it. it was just trash talk. It was just
1: trash talk. Yeah. Nobody came out and, and even the managers, they weren't even in each other's face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for them to throw them out, when they threw those guys out, I was like, what are we doing? Like, where are we at in baseball now? You know, Keith Moreland and, and uh, Craig Way were sitting in here today. And by the way, Big go go listen to that because I was in my car and I was getting mad because I was getting phone calls because I wanted to listen to Craig Way and Keith Moreland talk about baseball because that's me. That's my mm-hmm. energy right there. And the fact of the matter is when, when Keith was playing, you can slide in the second base and take the the second baseman all the way into left field if you slide <laughs> in to break up a double play. <laughs> Nowadays, you can't even argue. You can't even have a discrepancy at home plate over something. That, that that was the part that really I was like that that wasn't good for me because of that. Yeah, because there were no punches
3: thrown. I agree. Yeah, I don't know why that was a... Yeah, it didn't seem like that was a big deal to me. It just seemed it made the game a little bit more intriguing. Yeah. Match up. No it doubt. Just, you can tell there's angst. there's general, authentic angst between the two teams. I they don't it. like
1: each they other. They do not like each
3: other. <laughs> <laughs> like, it ain't something that's manufactured. No, they don't like each other. Two and different I,
1: cities, too. That is, know, yeah. That's just,
3: oh, man. Yeah. And, well, it gets to the root of there is a Houston-Dallas rivalry. Yep. The two cities really don't care for one another either. No doubt. No um, doubt. And I'm from H-Town. Not mm. to say I don't like Dallas folks. I'm just saying, like, the cities, there's a... There's been a robbery one of the ways it materializes is in sports yep but there's a rivalry in a lot of different things between those two cities so i think it's really cool all right anyway we'll get to that discussion coming up next segment we'll talk some baseball and i'll force hards to give rob Manfred some props he's gonna have because now he's been signed to an extension and he does not like rob Manfred. uh yeah. all right let's talk about colorado gentlemen be and it seems to be right now almost a 90 something percent Chance that Colorado will be indeed joining uh, the Big 12, and they are going to become sit when Texas and Oklahoma leave yep, yep, in 2024. Yep. That'll make them the 13th team right now. Uh, but there's even talk that they want to bring in a companion with Colorado of sorts, um, and also they potentially could go up to 16 teams. Mm-hmm. And that was this conversation we left yesterday we left that conversation saying
1: they were thinking about bringing some other teams. We talked about a Mm -hmm. Yukon. We were mentioning Arizona or Arizona state, just a, a whole look at markets. Where am I going to get the best bang for my buck in the market? We talked about your mark and how he's a visionary. He's been in all these different situations, rock nation. He understands what it's like to have those TVs in certain markets in your area. And if you can bring in a team like Houston, I mean not Houston, but Colorado, somebody out the Pac-12, you get in all time zones. And the fact that they were talking about UConn. And UConn's football team, as I said yesterday, with Jim Moore Jr. as the head coach, they are headed in a different direction than what they were with the previous regime. Jim Mora is winning games. So you're looking at it that way, and you got to look at the basketball team as well. There's a lot that you can go and you can get all coast covered when you're looking at the Big 12.
3: Um, here is uh, some sound from Brett McMurphy. He was on a serious XM College Football Serious XM and he was talking about uh, what his sources have told him about the intentions of the Big 12.
2: The Big 12 is going to add another school before 2024. They will have four, they will have 14 teams. Now, who the 14th team is going to be? that's not so simple their first choice is to get another team from the pac-12 obviously you're dead on arizona is the most likely candidate is there an agreement is it a done deal absolutely not arizona state and utah also could be could be possibilities but both of those schools have been lukewarm at best about leaving the pac-12 the question is how does everybody's mindset change now that Colorado is gone, it's easy to say we're all committed when there's 10 of you there, but then when there's nine, you know, how, how much is that commitment still there? We'll have to find out if the big 12 cannot get a 14th member from the pac 12. Then they will add a group five school, which group five school that is. That also is unknown. There's probably a handful of schools out there that they would, they would look at, they would talk to. Obviously a number of pack, excuse me, group five schools have issues with their grant of rights. Anybody leaving the mountain West has to pay $34 million. I, I don't think they, they would be able to do that. San Diego state flat out said, we can't pay 34 million to go to the Pac 12 with less than one year's notice. Would anybody in the mountain West be able to do that financially? I don't think so. Yukon has been mentioned, they've got a $30 million exit fee. Can they afford a $30 million exit fee? Um, any teams from the American would have to pay in excess of 10 million. They would have to negotiate that number. So I'm fairly, fairly confident that the Big 12 will have a 14, at least 14 teams, possibly 16. Look, in a perfect world, if they could get Arizona, Arizona State and Utah, they would take all of them and get the 16 and stop. But they will not play the 2024 season with an odd number of teams, whether it's 14 or 16. The unknown is, and we'll find out in the coming weeks or months, if that will be another Pac-12 edition or additions, or if that will be a group of five to get to that even number.
3: All right, so there you go. Uh, They're going to get to an even number. And I'm with you, Harj. I think. For the Big 12 now, they're looking at – Utah, because Utah makes a lot of sense as a rival partner for BYU. Yep. And with Colorado coming in now, you want two other schools that also can uh, be companion pieces, and that looks like Arizona and Arizona State makes sense. I'm not saying they can't go take Arizona and say, you know what, Arizona State, we're going to do you like Oklahoma did Oklahoma State, man. That's that's, that's done. I mean, that's old school thinking. We want UConn. UConn actually is more valuable in our opinion in terms of the reach and uh, the the, uh, the the really the footprint of the brand overall, and we like the basketball program that kind of thing. Like yep. I'm not taking yep. that out of the uh, the realm of possibility, but I think right now, just football wise, you know, taking and you know, like I said the basketball thing, we know it's real. There's a lot of talk that Brett Yormark wants basketball only partners in the Big Twelve. Right. And UConn seems to be a popular. They even met with the ex too. Yes,
1: he did meet he with, with Gonzaga. He met about,
3: yep. about that as well.
1: Uh, so, man. And Gonzaga has a baseball team, unless they fold it again. Because remember, they came here and played against oh, yeah, the University right. of Texas Great point. before. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the other things, too, Rod, I know that they were talking about, do these teams have that amount of money to be able to pay those types of things? Exit fees? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I don't think they would want to even have the discussions if they haven't already worked towards that. Because you don't you don't just automatically go out there and say, I want to do this. I want to do that without having the means to do so. Yeah. You have put yourself in the conversation because you've obviously had some things in the back pocket to Where you might be able to pull some strings, yep.
3: Or and I don't know if they make them pay it up front, they could right. say, we got our market, we got our revenue share from the big 12, that's guaranteed. What is that, 32 million dollars? Whatever, right. and we're like, Hey, basically, kind of a payment plan, hey, you will get the money, but we basically need installments. We can pay you 25 million now, and when we get out of 30, we can pay you another 20 something, whatever it may be. In, tex- in, in be like, Texas,
1: doing something like that themselves,
3: I think a lot of schools have done that where they it's leave,
1: just, but they just won't get the pay, and the yeah. pay goes back. Yeah,
3: you know what what I'm like, I don't know exactly so like, how it
1: works, but I'm sure it came in. I'm coming in. I'm gonna go, but you know the money that y'all are supposed to give me. Go ahead and give it to my conference, yeah. and then I'll get all the benefits the next year. Yep, it's it, it's not like and it's they can the play hard ball, be all. But, um, exactly,
3: yeah. there's definitely ways. of you're yeah. not, I'm with you. I think they're lawyers. Yeah, they all hire really, really <laughs> good, ones. big big time lawyers to right. help them handle this. I guarantee they've given, they found the loophole, and they've given them the out. You're right. I'm sure there will be some monetary consequence for sure, but. Name that's look. I'll give you this. S- speaking of monetary losses, the the theory right now, based on the revenue sharing deal, Big Twelve teams have compared to Pac twelve teams revenue sharing deal, which for their broadcast uh, television right, which is terrible for the Pac twelve. Like for we talked about do the twelve. Yeah, which is <laughs> <laughs> <it's really
1: laughs> do um,
3: It is estimated that Colorado has lost nearly seventy million dollars in possible revenue. Compared to what would have been, uh, I guess, profits for them as a uh, program, as a university, I should say, um, in the Big 12 compared to their status now in the Uh, Pac-12. If you include exit fees, because they did pay exit fees when they Mm -hmm. left the Big 12, and the lack of uh, revenue that they've earned in the Pac-12 compared to what they would have earned in the Big 12, which even now, still ahead of the Pac-12 and has been for some time in revenue sharing for each school – uh, essentially, you're looking at close to seventy million dollars yeah. in losses. So whatever they're going to pay in exit fees, it'll be well worth it, right? And that's the been, other part of it. Yeah. Is
1: like, okay, if I'm already, I'm already losing, you're losing money anyway. And the problem that I had was when I left the first time, my team ended up not being good anyway. Mm-hmm. So nobody was really wanting to watch Colorado football like they used to. Nobody was really going to those games like they used to. It's a different beast now. You got somebody that's generating. Now you got somebody that's looking out for, it, and I just got this text. No exit fees or financial punishment for any Pac 12 school currently. Okay. So there is that opportunity too. But the but the real thing is this we have seen this writing on the wall. You went through it yesterday. You went through all the steps of how they have been putting their head in the sand and thinking that this is not happening when it's the writing has been on the wall for quite some time. And they've done nothing to adjust it. And nobody is running to the Pac-12 and saying, we got to
3: get a deal done with you guys. Well, strangely enough, Klyovkov said July 5th, I have a document, July 5th, 2022, uh, basically they announced that they intended to, this is after the USC, UCLA mm-hmm, announcement, mm-hmm. they announced that they intended to sign a TV contract. Um. And they still have no deal. So right. you're talking about more than a year later, still have no deal done. And the Big 12, because Brad Yarmark is a savvy uh, <laughs> visionary as a leader, they jumped the line. They signed the six-year $2.2 uh, $2 billion deal extension uh, with ESPN and Fox, a uh, collaboration. And it was like last October. That was Brad Yarmark was on the job, what, five, six months at yeah. the time? yeah. And he he and, already and knew that writing on the wall. You talk yeah. about he's like, oh, that's pretty clear. I got to get in <laughs> exactly. right now. If I don't get in right now, then we're not going to be able to get our get our money, or we'll be we'll have less leverage right. in negotiation. And that's exactly what he did. And in doing that, and acting so swiftly, he essentially has doomed the the Pac twelve. Yes, he's he's, he's imploded it. They and this is yeah. this is
1: you know they we talked about options. Bob Bowlsby, right? You looking at what. Our man, Stevie P, Steve Patterson, did to the University of Texas. He came in. He knew that he had to change some things, but he didn't know exactly what. The best thing he did was bring beer sales to the stadium. The best thing Klyovkov has done is nothing. He has done nothing. He has not made any adjustments. You just said it. July 5th, 2022, he didn't have a plan in place. Where are the other people in his circle? that are trying to tell them, hey, man, you, we're getting past real quick, and we're losing. You lost your two best assets, UCLA and USC. And I know people don't think of them as that. You had the L.A. market for that. You want L.A. You need L.A. And they're gone now? And now you're trying to look around and try to piece something together? And you went to the Pac-12 media day, not, medias, not media days, media day, and you still didn't have an answer for the people. That is a big time problem.
3: Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I brought this up yesterday. I, I remember Klyovkov at Pac-12 Media Days so most recently. Um, he was saying things that just made him seem unaware and almost delusional on what was happening. He said this. He said, um, we're on track to announce our deals at about the same time everyone would have anticipated and predicted before conference realignment. <laughs> and it's like, Yeah, but conference realignment (laughs) happened. So you need to adjust. What are you talking about? That's bad that you're still on the same track that you were on prior to conference realignment. What are you talking about? (laughs) He also said our schools are committed to each other um, and we'll get our media rights deal done. We'll announce the deal. I think the realignment that's going on in college athletics will come to an end for this cycle. He said this at Pac-12 Media Days. (laughs) This Year. Media day. And media Day. Yeah, media day. You're right. You're right. you right. Media Day. And guys, I don't when, when was that? Last week? Yeah, it was last, so last week. Recla- so this is literally yeah. history repeating itself. Bob Bosby did the same thing. Bob Bosby, and I'll get the Bob Bosby comments here to make sure I don't misquote the man. Bob Bosby in was it 2021's Big Twelve Media Days, so if I'm not mistaken? Like mm-hmm. that was his last. Yep. Yeah. And then he said that <laughs> about this is about conference realignment. He said a lot of the motivation for realignment is no longer there. Is that to say it couldn't happen? No, it could possibly happen (coughs) for other reasons. But it doesn't appear to me that the motivation is there at this point in time. Not to say it couldn't happen, but it's not one of the things that keeps me up at night. He said that 11 days before it was reported that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. So while he's saying this. It is. They're shaking hands behind his back. Oh, they already done his it. back they was already he's on already the plane somewhere deal. else. They're text. They're on a yeah. text. They're on a group text. <laughs> yeah, like man, you hear <laughs> Bosby? This, this dude this dude's saying he has this dude's no a delusion. Wait till
1: they get a load of this. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> so this is this is how underwear Kliovkov and I, yeah. I believe it's going to ta- He's going to have the same fate as Bosby. He's pulling a Bosby.
0: He, he's percent They've hung out together. He's pulling a Bosby right yeah. now. And, and what he's like, he just lives in the West Coast bubble of, oh, no, it's cool that we have later games as opposed to, hey, we can see the market that everybody wants that 11 a.m. game. Everybody wants that game. Fox has made it big noon Sunday. They want that game. And so we need to go try and get some central time zone schools and reach out to central time zone schools and go get them because then we can put our primary products on at 11. We just have to do the game as an away game for a team, and then they're over in central time zone, and we do 11 a.m. game. And we can be on Pac-12 can be on TV all day long, as opposed to Pac-12 at the earliest is a two thirty game, and they're usually not even starting until six. Mm. So everybody's already drunk, watch football all day, <laughs> no, and no. is tired by the time you're starting your schedule. And if the, he didn't realize when Fox started Big Noon Sunday or Big Noon Saturday that you need to you need to take that market when he was he's already way behind on everything else he's done since then. Yeah, because that move then was ah crap. We need to have games at noon. We need to have games that can be on that because that's one major market that is not going to be interested in Pac-12 because they're spending money to have the early games. Yep. And ESPN mm. is fighting against them to have the early games. And if we can't have early games, nobody cares about the nine thirty game because we're the only ones doing it, so they're only bidding against themselves. They know that, and they don't have to pay more for it. We have to compete with the other guys. He didn't want to compete. He wanted to sell that he was the only team doing something like we can put something else on at nine thirty. Don't matter. Yeah. And from that point on, Kliovkov has missed the boat. Of this is where everything's going, and you need to be headed that way. And he has just continually gone the wrong direction. Of now, nah, it'll be fine.
3: He is. He keeps. Say, he says patience will be rewarded. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He said, "This is what. He, this is a quote from him. He said, uh, but I. He said basically, but I will tell you what we've seen is that the longer we wait for the media deal." The better our options get, and I think our board realizes that. What this is a quote what, from back to a Media Day. Thank you. What <laughs> is your yeah? Day. What is your I'm, I'm what like is the, your wow. patience
1: going to Dude, give you? Because
3: he's, he's done. We just talked
1: Fox. We he's just done. talked uh, um, um, ESPN, and now the only other station is CBS, and they don't play that many games yeah. on there. They have their big game, they have a day game and a night game. They don't have a ton of games that are on there. So, and I've told you, I have been looking at all of those Pac-12 channels. I've been trying to watch it. I went home yesterday and tried to find some <laughs> of those throwback games. That's all I got. That's all I got. So I don't even understand how this is is. Well, be, you got to be patient. What other option are you? You yeah, hoping Amazon
0: going to pick you up? Yeah, you're Maybe. hoping that you're getting a streaming service. You have and to. And if you go, hey, man, over will streaming. You're like, you want us to pay to watch your teams? And guess what? The Heisman t- Trophy winner just left. Yep. So yep. If, the, if you don't have the Heisman Trophy winner, why am I paying? Because I like none of the other guys, I, I get it. Oregon could be good, and Washington is good. And, man, Michael Penix Jr., that's a fun guy to watch. Yeah, he's, he's going to be gone, I, too. He's I, like Frank Harris. But he's I, gonna be I gone. ain't paying to watch him. Yeah. If he's on, not on, I'll watch the highlights. I'm right. not paying an extra service to watch your games because you've lost all your marquee things. And if you didn't go, hey, okay, well, let's try and take over more areas and more times and let's spread out, <laughs> once you don't have that mentality and it's like, let's shrink up more, and we'll just be we'll be, be really concise and being not that entertaining i know actually no. he's pulling a bowl beat. it's it, it, it's he is 100 percent it's speed.
3: mind-blowing it's like dude yeah. have you studied the the industry like that you, you're doing you're making all the same mistakes mm-hmm. he did um and by the way the pac 12 also a mistake they made remember when they had a chance to poach the big 12 mm-hmm. right after texas and oklahoma left in yep. and and, and texas and oklahoma it was fragile mm-hmm. right before brett Yarmore got in there i was like man what the hell's going on and remember, the reason that they didn't poach a lot of the schools like Oklahoma State and Texas Tech is because they didn't believe they were up to their academic standards. Yeah.
0: Yep. And again, what did I just oh. say? Central time zone. Oh, that's in All the of thing. those games, you could have had Oklahoma State and the Pac 12, and you know what? Oregon versus Oklahoma State, and it's playing at Oklahoma State. It's an 11 a.m. game. Mm-hmm. They're both ranked teams. Yep. This is now back, big noon. Fox, big big noon, big noon, noon kickoff. Yeah. Is it? Is ready for Oklahoma State? Because that's a big game. Because it's number eleven versus number fourteen. But yeah. and you could have that game. But that game is not as exciting at seven p.m. when eleven versus fourteen. Well, two versus seven's playing in the SEC. Yeah, and exactly. one, one versus eight is playing in Big Ten. And you got twelve versus sixteen. Yeah, which game am I going to watch?
1: Yeah, that's not a, that's not a good look. And and I love the fact of where everybody's thinking the reward is going to be. There's no reward for this. No. You failed your you yeah. failed your presidents. Yep. You failed your athletic directors. Yeah, you, you were not aggressive enough, especially when everybody knew. We've been talking about realignment for a long time. We've been talking about super conferences. This is not new stuff, man. man new stuff, man. You should have been in those meetings with other uh commissioners across the country and really being aggressive. You were not
3: forward thinking. You don't have to be just study recent history. Yeah. Just do a little research on recent history, and you go, man, I think I need to be aggressive here.
0: Yeah. I got to be sure. aggressive on this thing. For and, sure. And, and, um, and for him and, to think that all the, uh, conference, all the ADs and all the presidents of all the schools don't know this and don't know that he looks like an idiot and aren't getting phone calls from people telling them that he's an idiot. Yep. And, hey, man, look, right now everybody wants you because you're available to get out without having to pay a bunch of money. It's an easier transition. Everybody knows. Just jump ship now. Yep. Jump ship now. And if we get a couple more schools to jump ship, Pac 12's over. You go to Big 10. You, these teams will go to ACC. Like, you'll make it all work.
3: You missed your opportunity when Texas and Oklahoma left. And that was your chance to poach mm-hmm. a fragile Big 12. And that was so you've made so, you made a ton of mistakes. They've mounted up at this point and they've accumulated. So, yeah, the Pac 12's fate, I think it's sealed. It is 100% sealed. It's done because I think the Big Ten's going to jump on Washington and Oregon. And as soon as they get a chance, or Stanford and yeah. some other, some other the uni- schools, maybe the Stanford, Cal, Washington, Oregon.
1: The unique situation about all of this is the fact when teams left the first time to go to different places, you should have been proactive then because it had already started. Mm-hmm. The first time that the teams left the Big 12, The just talking about our our area, you when you saw Colorado leave, when you saw Nebraska leave, when you saw Texas AM and leave, you should have been well, preparing Larry, no, yourself Larry, for Larry, that.
3: Larry Scott did try. Remember, he tried. Yeah, he tried, he tried to go get, he tried people, to get saying, Texas. It should have kept going. It did. Next it didn't. person yeah. should have been.
1: Okay, look it would yeah. have happened. But I stepped in this
3: bad leadership. Yeah, yeah overall, Pac twelve has been failing miserably. But the Big Twelve had bad leadership too for a long Mose time. Me. And then now, Brett Yarmark is. He's like, in nah, just a year. this in one year. He stabilized the Big Twelve. Took him mm-hmm one year to stabilize it, and he came in with a clear concise vision and a plan on how to execute it. And that's honestly, that's why Texas left the big 12 for lack of leadership. Mm -hmm. They went to where Greg Sankey has a vision for the conference and he has a plan on how to execute it and how to accomplish that goal. That's really what I think a lot of these school presidents, these, you know, these ADs are looking for, they're looking for a good leadership. And, hell, the Big Ten had it. They just hired a new guy. But Kevin Warren, I believe, yep, was before Kevin that. Warren. And now he's with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, is he there, is. He's in the front in office for the of Bears. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just looking for – He was
1: another one that was tripping for a little bit. Kevin Warren was he, tripping he, in the no, very the, beginning. The, the COVID issue, yeah, that's what he, I'm saying. you
3: can argue that's where, he, he, had that's where he, yeah. he had a little setback. That's where he went left, yeah. had a little setback. But other than that, I mean, he put the Big Ten in position. He, saw, he understood the realignment. Yep. Right? COVID, nobody predicted COVID. Nobody knew it was coming. So I understand it being mishandled to a certain extent. Remember, Bosby was the champion of COVID. Remember, you don't get you don't get college football that season if Bowlesby doesn't
1: decide
3: he was a deciding vote.
1: Him, him and Sankey, him and Sankey would have. No, 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 no.
3: The SEC was already on board. He was oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, power five. Yeah. Oh, he was, power was a deciding five. vote. Got the SEC you. and the Got Big, t- the SEC was already on board. It was yeah. the Pac-12 and the Big Ten that were undecided, and the ACC and the SEC were like, man, we're playing football, and they were like, Big Twelve, what you want to do? It was like, and then the basically what the way it goes, the Big Ten and the Pac twelve was like, man, we'll kind of go wherever the Big Twelve goes. The majority plays, then yep. we'll play football. Yep. And he wasn't a coward. He decided Finally. in that time he was like, no, nah, man, we can play, we can play football. We've done Finally. the research. Let's play football. That was his one crowning achievement. <laughs> it was. As it was. uh as, as commissioner of the Big 12, was that he got us football during COVID because he didn't decide to get to get punked. But yeah. usually, uh, yeah, they got yeah, the knows. best of both Yeah, men. he was like, I'm out. Um okay. <laughs> uh, we know about the, the breaking news about uh Joe Burrow, so we'll get to it. I promise you. We yeah. got an NFL uh, segment several NFL segments planned, so we'll get to the Joe Burrow news. We know it is big news. Man, a lot of people have been carted off fields. I heard Jalen Ramsey got mm-hmm. carted off the
1: field, and they're all lower level, mm-hmm. lower leg injuries. I
3: gotta tell you, yeah, that next CBA, yeah training camp about to get cut <laughs> down to like a, a a week or two, like yep. one or two weeks, and everybody's going to be cool with it. It's going to be some terrible football to start the season. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into that. We'll also talk Rangers, Astros on the other side, Rob Manfred re, uh, re-signed uh, to an extension, and also we'll get onto uh, that Shohei trade, which apparently now is off the table. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie. one not to horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie, right here on 104 Down the Horn. It is a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104 Down the Horn. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire takes jams uh, that are supposed to provide clues and hints to Harj and I as to what the new theme of the day is. Um, all right, I like the first jam. Not sure what it means, Harj. Got any ideas? That's what I'm
1: thinking too. I'm thinking I'm in that same. I like it. Ain't this Mary Jane? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I swear I'm going to stay with it then.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. All right. We'll try to do better next time. Uh, Known a new theme Thursday. Thanks to Patrick for all the musically themed days of the week. 512 337 3776. That's the number to the specs text line. Uh, you also can hit us up via Twitter. Hard is at Hardball in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. All right, let's get to uh, the the Astros and the Rangers. Rangers with a big statement win uh, last night over the Astros, thirteen to five. Yeah, um, that's kind of an Old Testament style butt whipping. Uh, it started out actually Astros playing well, uh, but then um, the the it, it, the Rangers were motivated. <laughs> because of a lot of in-game drama. And also I think that was a, uh, you know, after the first two games of the series and the way they started out too, I think for the Rangers, it, it was more desperation for them. They were the more desperate team to win that game because yeah. mm-hmm. of they getting swept is very different than just losing a series. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> it's like getting blown out. Getting blown yeah. out. It's different than just losing. You can lose, but getting blown out. Oh, man, that's a whole different type of taste in your mouth after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. And, and the fact of how they lost those games, those were games that they felt that they could have won. And you go out there and you end up losing that game, and now all of a sudden you're having this highly intense battle, and then it gets out of hand. Well, it starts off – with people being thrown at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ball's mm-hmm. running away. You, you, you get in that situation. So it makes it a little bit, okay, it's intense now. But you do want to make sure that you're in there ready to go. We're not going to get picked on. We're not going to get take this from you anymore. We want to make sure that we are going to go after each other and we're going to play hard. Okay, now you get Jordan back. You get Altuve back. You got all these guys coming back, and now you're, you've already got us up two games. Now we got to go out there and fight you. Now we got to let you know we're not the same Astros. I mean, the same Rangers that you're used to playing.
3: We have a lot of talent. We got six all-stars on this team. We got six. They, they looked like it last night. Right. They last all night, decided to show up. Yeah, they looked like it last night. Uh, Adeliz Garcia had that grand slam home Woo. run. That really blew everything wide open, at seven-run fifth inning for mm-hmm. the Rangers. Uh, and that's pretty much it was all all said and done. But that wasn't the big storyline of the game, actually. The big storyline was uh, Adeliz Garcia and uh, Marcus Simeon, uh, they ended up exchanging words with Mar- Mar- Martin Maldonado mm-hmm. and like you said, benches cleared, but nothing was really done. It was just a lot of, I don't know, it's yeah. a lot of fluff. A lot of wolf tickets. Yeah, it you know, was, was uh, a lot not, of no Nobody really out. wanted to swing. No. I think H wanted to talk some trash and get in people's face and right. kind of release some of the uh, the tension. Agreed. Relieve some of the tension out there.
1: Agreed, and yeah. that's why it was uh, frustrating for me after, you know, because everybody keeps talking about Framer got hit. I mean, uh, Marcus Simeon got hit by Framer, and, and then everything kind of got, you know, chippy. But it was after Jordan got thrown at as well. And then maybe you could say it got away from him and all this other stuff. It's part of the game. The problem that I have with it is the fact that you threw some people out for no reason. There was no reason to throw out two guys that are position players. If you wanted to throw somebody out, should have threw out pitchers. That's who you throw out. You don't throw out the position players who didn't throw punches. All they did was talk trash to each other it it, has gotten to the point on this side of it and from somebody that's been in plenty of brawls, (laughs) I know when somebody's trying to hurt you and I know when somebody's not trying to hurt you, they're trying to send a message. Mm -hmm. That was the point of the walk at home plate, the jumping on home plate, and letting them know we're not the same team anymore. We're going to play y'all and we're going to play y'all hard.
3: Yeah, you can't punk us. You
1: can't
0: punk us no more. No, and I, I really love that Bruce Bochy has got his team that they lose those two games, they're controversial. And he basically got them into look, man, we can't be little brother. Yep. No. We can't go out there and act like little brother and get pushed around and just take it. You gotta go fight. And you know, mm-hmm. if you wanna be a if you wanna be a playoff team and not a regular season team, then you need to have a little bit more fire underneath you because the nice guys aren't gonna win this. And yep. we need to go out there and go get it. And and I, I like to see that because that is a big difference of how the Rangers had acted in the past. Yep. That, you know, when they win, they're like, oh, good, we're winning. But they didn't go, we know we're supposed to be winning. And yesterday seemed like they were pissed off that they didn't win they, they didn't win the series. And that's how you have to be. You have to be pissed off you didn't win the series. Not mad at the refs. Not mad at the situation. Pissed off because you didn't do enough to win. Mm-hmm. They did that. They came out, had a statement win. I agree with Harge. I don't think you need to throw anybody out. It, it was just it, – it's, it's a bunch of people talking trash. And I, I – I get why you did it because I get that you thought it was going to be – you saw people getting thrown at. You gave them a warning. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I don't think you needed to do it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was. It's definitely leads to more fun going forward, and, and we can hope this matchup happens in the playoffs. Yeah,
3: yeah. This, the rivalry right now is uh, man, it, it's it's exciting. It's really, really a fun rivalry because they just got it's got a lot of storylines yep. uh, going on through it, and both the teams are really good. Both they're the really good. And the Astros are
1: really good, and they're getting players back healthy, and that's the other part of it too. The Astros are getting Star their power. guys back. Yeah, the, the Seeger is going to be back soon. Yovaldi going to be pitching again soon for the Astro. I mean, for the Rangers. So you are going to get things back into the right place. And I am with everybody else. I can't wait. To see them play again. Mm. If they both continue to be on this level. yeah. If it gets back to where it was before, then you're like, ah, it was, you know, false hope. False hustle. (laughs) You got false hustle. No, it seems
3: like the the Rangers are a contender. I mean, the Rangers are legit. But uh, like you said, the Astros have been here.
1: Yeah, they already know. They've been here before. They know
3: how this goes. Uh, The Rangers, this this group, uh, this current configuration of a Rangers team, uh, they're a little new to this. Um, having yep. this much success in the <laughs> yep. season. So we'll see how the rest of the uh, the baseball season goes. All right, we'll come back to that. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, about the Shohei Ohtani trade reportedly being off the table? What the hell are the Angels doing?
1: Well, I think the Angels realized that we need to keep him. They went and got somebody else. They went and got. They went and
3: uh, got Lucas. Uh, was it Gialito? G- G- G-
1: G- 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 yeah, Gialito, G- G- and
3: also uh, Ronaldo Lopez, who
1: has been traded with him both times he's been traded. So two pitch. Oh, really? They've been, they've been in a package deal together. How each time? How it's very how, rare. I was going to say, how it's often very rare. does that happen? I've I've that was today was the first time I heard that these guys have been traded. Together before. That's crazy. So it's very, very rare. I I, I don't know. I'm like, they must be family. They <laughs> might be a package deal everywhere. Maybe where
3: I go, we go. I wonder if they, one of them says something. Like, yeah. the guy that's being traded is like, nah, man, if you're going to trade, you trade with my boy. Like, yeah, how does ex- that happen?
1: Exactly. That's just weird. It's very weird. But for me, I think it was what we had talked about before. They looked and said, we're not doing this. We're not getting rid of the only wow. player that we have on both sides and the fact that other teams what they were probably being asked to give up for a possible rental maybe it was the fact that they realized Shohei doesn't want to go to the west coast I mean the east coast maybe he wants to stay in the west coast I am not sure but there is a reason why teams have backed off and the the um the Angels have said that they're not trading him
0: yeah, I, yeah. the only thing i can say is if if they don't make the playoffs this year if i'm Mike Trout i'm pissed off because I'm like, dude, you could have gotten me four or five really good prospects, somebody that could help this team. And you're going to lose them in free agency because we didn't make the playoffs because we suck because you have yep. mismanaged this team for too long. And you, we're just going to keep going because you were you didn't want to be the guy who traded away Shoei Otani. Right. Because you, you can't think long term. So you can sign 10-year deals, but you can't build a team. Yep. I, 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 like, I get that you want to have him and you don't want to trade the guy. And I get – that there's endorsement deals and all this other stuff that you're going to lose if you trade him. But the thought of hey, we could add three all-stars out of a out of a deal. We, there's a possibility we could add three all-stars to our rotation, yep. to our team if we if we make a trade right now. So we're we're going to get rid of a guy who's electric and he but he's leaving at the end of the season.
1: Yep. And for that's half the part, a season. I don't know if he's going to leave. That's what I'm saying. I, I think they know he doesn't want to But why is he not signing an
0: extension then? Because he wants to try to get the max. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, they could probably, he's probably looking at where, how much money can these guys actually give me? And it goes back to what you've been talking about that ownership part of it. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to give me a percentage of it? So there may be something that is in there that they have deferred some money and offered Mm -hmm. different things. So there may be some things that we find out a little bit later, but. I think what was the asking price of him and other organizations who didn't think that they were going to be able to sign him long term? Why would I risk it? Because I wanted him. I wanted
0: him traded too. I, I wanted him traded. I, I agree with you. I don't think you for rental what they were probably asking was going to yeah. be because they were asking for a ton. Yes, uh, but I, again, I don't. I don't. Just I have no faith in this Angels Angels organization to do the right thing. Very fair. So very
1: fair. We've seen it, we've seen it
0: go the other way for quite some time. I, I wow. think they'll throw a ton of money at him. Yep. But I think the Dodgers will and I think the the Giants will. And if you have those two options, yep. why would you stay in in the Angels? The uh, franchise yep. that just hasn't done anything. I mean
3: CBO is working hard for us. Um so I'm assuming there's a double header for the Angels today.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he already You saw he,
3: what he did, right? <laughs> He threw a complete game shutout, mm-hmm. where he only allowed a single hit as a pitcher in the first game, mm-hmm. and in the second game he hit a home run as a batter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's just. I guess, and and Messi is. You know, it, him and Mbappe, what they do in their sports. Patrick Mahomes, what he does in his sports. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's hard to argue that any pro athlete is better at their sport right now than Shohei is at baseball.
1: Yeah, and he's back in the lineup already, <laughs> dh and for the doubleheader. Right? They're playing in the
3: doubleheader, and he's already back in the lineup. Hey, oh, yeah. man. He's amazing. Like I call you, he's some great, some great players in those conversations, but I, this dude, we've never seen anything like and it. And like man. my boy Marcus Tim said, he is different that's he is him i get the angel saying "Man, i can't trade him i know i don't want to do this i can say somebody's <laughs> going to a temper tantrum in that front i was going i don't want to trade somebody in there, somebody's kid yeah, in that front like, office i don't want to do it no, Dad, i don't do want to trade, trade be known as trading the best player <laughs> that's ever played the game politician.
0: he's like <laughs> we got to trade like in his prime
3: why do we have to no, trade? do but we see, have to do yes, we break you're, the rules you're
0: looking at that like the the gm's going we have to trade him because I'm getting fired in two years and we don't win without him because you keep wanting to sign toys as the owner and you don't want to build a team. We don't have a farm system. We need a farm system. Yep, and you, you you don't it's, draft well, you don't do like I the owner just sucks. He tra- didn't sell the hey, team. Man,
3: trade Mike Trout.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is the person.
3: Trade Trout. That is the person tra- that you trade. <laughs> I think like that. I ain't right. to be- man. I don't want to deal with the consequences <laughs> of being the guy that traded right, Joe when, what, happens,
0: what happens when the offseason comes? He gets a $700 million deal. They offer him $600 million, He walks away, and then they go, we couldn't do $700 million. Do you think? No. Well, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because you wouldn't go another hundred million for yeah. him. No, I, trust me. I feel you. I'm just. I'm
3: saying. I get it. But they obviously feel that way right now. They're like, man, I'm not trading them. They just don't feel good about the trade conversation. So there's something else happening. Like Hard said, they know something we don't know, or they've decided, yeah, like to just throw kind of a temper tantrum. Like, no, we're not trading them. Yeah. But that's irrational. It may be irrational and unreasonable. Yeah.
0: If they resign him, me. it all makes sense. If they don't re-sign him, this is the dumbest move they could have made. It's going <laughs> to set their franchise out. back for 4 or 5 seasons. I don't disagree with and that. And Mike at Trout all. will never be on a winning team if they do this because they, they're going to give but, him money. But
1: my question would be this, and I, I I'm not disagreeing with anything that you just said about that, but the problem would be this. If he doesn't, if he if you do try to trade him, and you don't get the prospects because you're asking for so much. Yeah. Because he definitely worked it. Because we talked about it. He He's helps you worthy. He he helps you on both sides. No question. Yeah, I agree. Both sides, and that is where you you know you talk about the LeBron effect, right? Like he comes in and he just wipes out your organization. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Astros wiped out their organization by sh- sh- sending off. All these great players. It took them a long time mm-hmm. to recover. It did. I don't think any other organization want to go through that. No, path. I, I, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I say I, I'm with whoever is like, nah, man. I think Guys I need were everybody willing.
3: you got, and not for the rental yeah,
1: either. Right, not for the set. rental. Yeah. No, I need I, to know I'm signing. Yeah, assigned it yeah
0: I agree. I agree that they may there may have been no team offering them close to what they wanted. Yeah. I think it's silly to pull him off the trade block five days before. And now maybe this is all this is that, all a ploy. It may be a tactic too to be yeah to make an
3: offer they can't refuse.
0: Look yep. at it. We just pulled it off, and he's playing so well. And then mm. the Yankees call back and go, "All right, take you yep. know what? Yep. We just take, take the all. whole club. Take it. Just all. take the whole club. You mm. just run. You take, just run the club now. The whole <laughs> damn. Exactly. Thing.
3: Take the whole farm system, brother. You got it. Yep. Just give us give show, a, give show a Show in the Big Apple. Yeah. The Mets. Like judge.
1: Uh, and the Mets might be the, getting that's them a good the Because they spend money like You're it right. ain't nothing. Yeah. They'll give him the Bobby Bonilla don't, don't, deal. And, and there's a lot of competition. Hey, don't it. put
3: him
0: on the Angels of the East. <laughs> yeah. A lot of
3: competition <laughs> in the market. You know, yep. the Jets just did basically the same thing. They got Aaron Rodgers. And he hey, took man. a pay cut. And he took a
0: pay cut. And he Shohei took a pay cut. Shohei ain't doing that. Shohei does <laughs> not take a pay cut. Don't wish the Mets upon Shohei Otani. Seriously, man. the way
3: Shohei playing, man, the Saudi's going to offer him pretty soon. Hey, like Shohei, just go play with us, baby.
1: Exactly. Four
3: billion. Exactly. For one season. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I'm right, with we'll you. Come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side right here on the line. Water for that horn?
0: So let's say.
3: Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie, right here on 104.9 The Horn. New theme Thursday. That's when Patrick plays jams intended to provide clues and hints for Harj and I as to what the new theme of the day is. And yeah, I think we know what it is. Last dance. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like MJ up in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is fitting that the uh, the show is coming to an end. So is that the official new theme? Last that is the new dance. theme.
0: Yes. Yes. That is well. Last, I mean, day. last, last the ends of things. And ends of and things.
3: The, yes. There you go. Uh, I don't even think you played End of the Road. Did you play End of the Road le- not yesterday? Yet. Not. not yet. Oh, so End of the Road could apply new theme. Good, also, yes. there it is. There I was it waiting is. on it yesterday and I was like, we never got End of the Road.
0: Now by the way, the first song is called Mary Jane's Last Dance. Mary Jane's Last
3: Dance. I knew Mary
0: okay. Jane was in there.
3: <laughs> was it was it
0: about I was who- trying to wait for Mary Jane. Is it That's
3: about what I Is it about Mary Jane or about a woman named Mary Jane? No,
0: I think it's just a lot of uh okay. open metaphors, but it's kinda more about the loss of youth and, uh, and it's all, all that deep, stuff. it's all yeah. deep and existential. So, you know Tom Petty uh, stuff, man. Yeah, oh, yeah,
3: that's a little too deep. I thought you were just talking about drugs. All right, uh,
0: I'm sure that was also. That's where I was no, going. it's with a it. weird, it's a much weirder song if it's just on the base levels, like giving up smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. that's a
2: weirder <laughs> song to have.
3: <laughs> all right, I go to flxatx.com, flxatx, and all your social media platforms. Uh, the uh, they do have uh, the latest installment for your All Flex watch list, so you can. go Go check that out at flxatx.com uh, because today you have uh, running backs and also, yeah, you have receivers. And wide
1: receivers, too. Receivers, too. Running back and wide receivers, yeah.
3: Uh, so uh, the uh, wide receivers here on this list, um, actually, yeah, my all right, my phone's not working. There it is. I gotcha. uh, <laughs> uh, Here's Adrian Wilson of Weiss, uh, Alex Green of Hutto, Ed Small, baller, of Anderson. Baseball uh, player, too. Yeah, he's a hell of an athlete. Yep. Uh, Fatou Makuba. Did mm-hmm. I get that right of LBJ. Yep, yep, yep. I think I remember hearing his name a lot. Yeah. Grant Jones of Burn uh, Burnett, uh, Heath McCree of Westlake, Fast Jace Skoglund of Vandergrift, Kyle Koch of Dripping Springs, Miles Coleman. He's fast too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vander Vandergrift represented on here twice. Uh, Sam Self of Lake Travis and Trent Johnson of Rouse. There yeah. you go. So those are the wide receivers. In the, and the running questions. back
1: in the running back position, can't you go. already know how this goes down. Can't we got Jack Kaiser of Westlake, who has been probably one of the best running backs in this area for quite some time. Even after he got moved up during his sophomore year late, and he went out and got a thousand yards. Then mm-hmm. Nico Hamilton, hey, Kimbo doing his thing, continuing to uh, <laughs> move around with the colleges. Uh, Lake Travis, Noah Long from Liberty Hill. I think he had over. 3,000 yards rushing Mm -hmm. because of the way they run the ball. Andrew Petter from uh, Georgetown. DJ Duggar, who is a beast. I've seen that he's been taking a lot of trips, too. I know one of them most recently was Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. And Justin Cannon, the running back, from Rouse, there's a lot of talent in these area. Congratulations to all these kids for making the Flex watch list.
3: Yeah, no, no question about it. So, congrats to all those guys. And uh, tomorrow, you got the quarterbacks actually. Mm-hmm. So check that out, FLXATX.com. We come back. We'll talk about Sean Payton talking trash. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, the buddy. NBAification of the NFL is getting petty, and I gotta tell you, I'm here for it. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, a wonderful under horn.